0: Tony, what's going on? Tell me you found that cube. Oh, you got me shitting me. I have eyes on Loki, 14th floor. I'm not Loki. And I don't want to hurt you.
1: can do this all day. Yeah, I know. I know.
0: <laughs> Hello, Popheads. Welcome to issue 134 of the TomCast Popcast. It's coming to you from the friendly confines of the Tom Cave. my name is Tom. Thank you so much for listening to this quality, independent podcast that you would think I know how to do the introduction of by now. But after 134 episodes, I'm still just making it up as I go along. Be sure to follow us on the social media as we are at Tomcast Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show TomCastPopcast at gmail.com. Finally, please make sure you are liking, subscribing, and sharing to this podcast, this show, this amazing show that we put on for you. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and so many more. Uh, if you'd like to take the time and the effort, if you are a listener on Apple Podcasts, please share those sweet, sweet, sweet five star reviews. They are the nectar of life, which keep this podcast going. Except for those wonderful people who are official members of Pophead Nation. Oh, if you want to be a member of Poppin' Nation, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash TomcastPopcast, where you will get to hang out with awesome people like the Aspen Hill Chody, the Batman of Park, Jeff Nail, co host of the Ringing Fantastic Music Podcast, and also an occasional co host on the Tomcast Podcast, because we just crushed that Wonder Woman review last, last, last episode. Thank you also to Evil Circle, the evilest of all the circles, the Squidmaster General, Bryant Broussard, and the New Jersey Devil himself. Mark Wegemer. One more time, just a reminder, like, subscribe, and share the show with all of your friends. And remember also, we are a proud part of the 3 BZ network of podcasts. And you can find us at 3bzine.com. You will find links to all the shows of the network, including Beer Night in San Diego, this fine show, the TomCast podcast, and another show that I host, our Star Wars-focused MandoVision podcast. Be sure to check all of those out. And we also have links to our store MV page, Buy sweet, sweet merch and get stuff with my face on it because who doesn't want that to kick off 2021? It can't be any worse than the people who wear Trump on their shirts, can they? I mean, come on, I'm gonna step up from that. Think better than that regards. Anyways, we are reconnecting with our friend uh, Roger Smith for the first time in 2021. We're gonna pick his brain about uh, various pop culture items on the on the in the in the, in the forefront of the, of the news of the world today. And uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got some big stuff coming on, going on. We want, we want to hear from Raj. Long overdue visit with Roger Smith coming up. Uh, a quick programming note. Well, when you listen to this podcast, the first episode of Wandavision on Disney Plus will be out. Will be streaming, and I'm going to go on a limb and predict it to be very, very good. I have not yet decided. On the best format in which to incorporate reviews of Wandavision into the show, but rest assured that will be a series that we discuss pretty heavily on the Tomcast podcast as it runs through its uh its air dates on on Disney Plus, and I'm sure we'll talk to Roger a little bit about that today. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna get into the conversation, me and Roger talking about all the good pop culture news in the world, and that you know what that means you have to do get to follow. We, we, like the gremlins we have some rules you sit down you buckle up you hold on to your butts and then you buckle up again and you make sure not to feed me after midnight because that's just when it goes wrong anyways here we go here's a conversation with roger thanks so much for listening i'll catch you on the other side all right joining me now once again for the first time in 2021 the one the only jedi Roger himself roger smith is here Roger, how the heck are you? I'm
1: doing great, dude. Uh, you know, Happy New Year. I don't think we've had a chance to uh, talk in uh,
0: virtual person since the no, New Year started. No, just the texting. We do the texting. We're good at that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that we can do. But uh, yeah, in terms of actually seeing each other, I think this is the first time, albeit by Skype. But mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, uh, ready to start the year off uh, better than the last one.
0: Well, that I think dreams of that uh, ended last week. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, at least in the podcast world, in the podcast world, yeah, you know, let's let's stay in our lane. We're just going to do <laughs> pop culture centric stuff because uh, I don't know. I'm not going to speak for you, but I am definitely not smart enough to sound off about uh, the, the 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 chaos that is outside of my apartment.
1: <laughs> it is constant chaos, and uh, yeah, I think sticking in our lane is probably the way to go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one no one wants to hear. Definitely, no one wants to hear me spout off. <laughs> That's for sure. We're going to be an angry old man yells at cloud. Yeah, That's most of my life to begin with anyways, these days. Um, it, mostly it's, it's angry old man yells at people who won't wear a mask outside. That's usually the MO currently for me. Yeah. I can't, I can't walk my dogs without getting a, the, you know, COVID droplets in my direction. It's terrifying. Uh, Roger, you are, you are a man drinking a beverage i am indeed <laughs> what, what do you got for the people today my friend
1: well i actually just came from the liquor store i had a few beers in the fridge but i wanted to do something special for the new year so i'm like i was torn between wanting to do an ipa or a stout so i'm like let's go somewhere in the middle stout so pa went with the, <laughs> went with the sublimely self-righteous oh, from stone
0: yes i saw it. it was back i'm excited about this
1: yeah, yeah. Actually, I had a little preview of it when they had their uh, twelve IPAs of Christmas sampler pack thing, mm-hmm. and uh, that was probably the best IPA in the box. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's worthy of, of picking one of these babies up. So you know, coming in at a uh, 8.7 percent, I got myself the 22 ouncer So it's gonna be a
0: fun show. <laughs> I thought it was really fun that they brought back bombers of it. You know, you don't see too many yeah. bombers these days anymore. I do miss them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, that was, I think that was probably, at least, I know it was mine, but I'm sure it was most of San Diego's probably like first real experience exposure to a black IPA. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, definitely. And then a few years back, they kind of like retired it. Stone did, mm-hmm. I should say. It's Stone Brewing. In case we didn't, we didn't say that, but uh, no. Stone has just brought it back. Six packs of it are available. Uh, the bomber, like Roger picked up, available that's that's really cool man I'm really excited you're having that
1: yeah dude definitely definitely want to pick up if uh if like I said if you're a fan of a, a little bit of that toastiness but you know the, the bitter iPA nature mm-hmm. you know it it's the contradiction it's the black pale
0: you know <laughs> yeah i'm I'm looking forward to reconnecting with it uh very very soon uh, now now I have sort of um I don't know if confession is the right word. It's just not something I've been to, I've been talking about with a lot of people, uh, but mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm not currently imbibing. Uh, I've, I've just, I, I decided to take a few weeks off. I'm not doing a, a dry January by any means, uh, mm. but I, I just needed a, a bit of a reset after mm. uh, my overindulgences towards the end of the year. For sure, but but I do have a beverage. And All right. it does sort of keep with the theme of what you started because I have a lovely glass of uh, black iced tea. So, <laughs> oh. well, so well, there you go. Color-wise, we're on the same spectrum. <laughs>
1: yeah, I like it.
0: Yeah, just a nice black iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. Actually, I don't think I want to say that because black iced tea sounds like I'm talking about the guy. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the beverage. Um, I, I have a, a, a iced black tea. Is that better? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I think that works. I'm gonna get uh, all all my friends who listen to this are gonna send me goofs, uh, you know, on text uh, of pictures of of black ice, of of ice team. Yep, he's black. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to get those messages. (laughs) Oh yeah, I can definitely see that happening. (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious. Uh, Okay, so so before uh, everything's going okay for you, right? Like 2021's doing all right. Family's good. You're entertaining yourself,
1: right? (laughs) yeah no everything uh you know honestly started the new year off right feeling good about most everything uh you know i i couldn't be better at this point you know everything's kind of going smoothly you know i'm kind of getting used to the way things are rolling and uh you know nothing's catching me by surprise i'm just uh planning out for the worst i guess at all at all cases
0: (laughs) is there anything is there anything new in pop culture that that's kind of captured your interest that you're really enjoying right now
1: Ooh, let's see. Pop culture-wise, I mean, I have been doing a little more gaming. I was fortunate enough to be able to pick up the PlayStation 5 as well over the holidays. Holy smokes! So you got them both? <laughs> yeah, I managed, yeah, I managed to get one of the, the legendary fabled consoles after many, many attempts at waiting in, in PlayStation Direct lines and GameStop and Best Buy lines and just getting, you know, shut down after shut down, just not getting through finally was able to get one from best buy and was able to get it before the end of the year so nice it it was pretty cool i've been uh playing that uh pretty much at this point i haven't even played any like actual playstation 5 games you know (laughs) it's been pretty much just enjoying the old games with you know better frame rate and everything but yeah no it's been pretty good uh can't complain about that so
0: yeah cool. Well, uh, yeah, I have a feeling we're gonna we're gonna spend some more time talking about video games here in a little bit, uh but right. before we really kind of dive into into the things that I kind of had queued up to talk about for the show i I came across something today where I was kind of like you know I was checking the news, making sure I, we weren't gonna be missing anything big to talk about yeah uh, when i when I came across something that well, I don't know if if there's a lot of adjectives I could use stupefied, speechless. <laughs> blown away. <laughs> and and so I, I offer I offer these to you, Roger. But are right. are you aware there's going to be a new Wrong Turn movie coming out? Uh
1: I don't you know, I want to say now that you mentioned it, I may have like seen a random Instagram ad or something. Like it sounds familiar now, but
0: I don't know any details or anything. Well, it doesn't it, it, okay, so okay, so here's the other shocking Part of this of of, of this 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 uh, quote unquote story that I discovered. Yeah, this, this will actually be the seventh movie in the Wrong Turn franchise. Huh, well, right.
1: Laura? <laughs> I didn't know they made six of these. That's insane! I only knew about like of two of them. I, think. I was gonna say I don't, even, I don't even
0: I don't even think I knew about a third. <laughs> <laughs> How many wrong turns can you make? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I mean, I I remember seeing the first one in theaters uh, way back when. Uh, I, I believe it was with Elijah Doosque in it and mm-hmm. you know, like crazy rednecks and booby traps and all kinds of stuff like that. it was it was kind of a fun movie. It was stupid, but it was kind of fun. Yeah, and then yeah. of course, they made a million more of them.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, now this time around though they they apparently they brought back the original uh, uh the original writer, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah, the original writer of this came back to re to write this new script. So it's sort of like a reimagining. So this is almost mm-hmm. like kind of starting the franchise over yeah. again. Cause it's just called wrong turn. It's not like wrong turn again or anything like that. But I was yeah. blown away that a there are seven of them and B that there's another one period.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I never, I never really pegged it as like a franchise that was like a, had a super big following behind it or even like a cult following. It was, I always just kind of assumed it was more or less a movie that people were like, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but like, Nothing more than that, I guess.
0: Yeah, and the the uh, the other interesting note on here is that uh, it, it, for release date it says in theaters for one night, January twenty sixth, which is like, oh, that's weird. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Why? I,
0: I don't know why they would do that. <laughs> hey, one night to go get COVID, and then you can watch it at home whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Take a wrong turn into the theater and get, and get an illness. It's perfect. <laughs>
1: that would be the wrong turn
0: to get. <laughs> so yeah, I I like I guess that I kind of came across that at the at the last minute as we were getting ready to do the show and I was like I can't believe there's another one of these, let alone <laughs> 7 of them.
1: Wow, yeah, that's uh, honestly that's that's kind of impressive in a in
0: a strange way. In a very... <laughs> Yes, I would agree with that too. <laughs> All right, let me see here. So, there's a lot of news going on. Well, I I shouldn't say a lot, but there there is news happening. Uh, mm-hmm. a, a lot of it has to do with uh, is a lot of it's because, you know, uh, people when people listen to this podcast, the first episode will be out of of WandaVision. so yeah, so a lot of a lot of Marvel people are kind of doing the press thing, uh, you know, uh, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany and 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 uh, Kevin Feige's been getting you know pinned down for some questions and stuff like that, and yeah, you know, there's a lot of these Kevin Feige interviews going around. And and I've I've noticed a very common thread with all of them, which uh-huh. I think we all know. He's not going to tell us jack shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like, yeah, that's. I, people are making like some big deals out, out of some of the things he's saying, but I, I really feel like they're just kind of like grasping at at something to make a story out of it.
1: Yeah. No, I kind of feel like in, in this case, I mean, yeah, obviously he's not going to give any spoilers or anything away, like. Why would he bother dropping hints at this point? Like, it's going to come out this week, and, you know, it, we've already been, like, waiting for something new in Marvel to be coming. And, mm-hmm. you know, why... He, he wouldn't need to drop any spoilers, you know? It's like, it's going to speak for itself, and everyone's going to watch it anyway, you know?
0: Well, and a lot of the questions were, were interesting, because, you know, a lot of it was good, were, were sort of follow-ups to, you know, all that big announcement stuff from the Disney uh, investors meeting, you know, where they announced the oh. next... 84 billion shows to come to Disney plus the marathon cast. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, a lot of the questions have to do with, with like, well, why is this a Disney plus show, but not a movie or, you know, why is, you know, how do you, you know, and how do you decide that? And I I thought it was all just completely boring. (laughs) So (laughs) I don't want to talk about it too much. And then the other, the other side of things that people are focusing on is, is, is like, Oh, Kevin Feige says, though you know one division episodes are all going to be 30-ish minutes and I'm like okay great who cares oh then it's yeah. and falcon and winter soldiers are going to be 40 to 50 minutes and I'm like I don't care just I, <laughs> I don't care so I I I have no real news about this story other than I think it's stupid
1: <laughs> yeah no I I definitely I'm on board with you there I I mean it just sounds like they're trying to say something when there's nothing there
0: you know so yeah. I mean, let's just let's let's all just sit down and watch the show. We'll enjoy the show, and we can talk about the show, and it's gonna be a lot of yeah. fun to do that. But this this whole like <laughs> trying to like, get him to say something by accident is yeah. is, is is really silly. i I've, I've had enough of it.
1: Yeah, you know, it's just, it's basically the kid shaking his present under the Christmas tree kind of thing. It's like, you're not going to get any information, you know, it's like, just wait till it comes and uh, open your gift
0: and enjoy. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, you and I've talked about it before. I, I'm not interested in spoilers, so I don't care if you. you know, I don't want to trick him into slipping up. I want to watch the show and be surprised by something.
1: Sure. Yeah. Cause, uh, we know how it goes when spoilers are spoiled.
0: Right. <laughs> now, you know, this seems like the appropriate time to bring up the Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can uh, we can bring that one up, too. So, th- going around the internet currently, uh, <clears throat> uh, apparently, due to due to Mountain Dew, everyone now knows what the Riddler's going to look like in the new Batman movie. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, yeah, of all places, Mountain Dew. Yeah, so the uh, a, a, there will be a, of course, there'll be, a, well, I, I don't know why I was surprised that there would be some kind of cross-promotion with a beverage mm-hmm. company, but but there will be the <laughs> Batman flavored uh, Mountain Dew varieties, including a Joker variety. Which, as as Roger pointed out to me, why is it purple and not green? Yeah, <laughs> the Riddler one. Yeah, but yeah, it's, but you also see the Riddler's face on there for the first time, and I mean, I'm not going to say like it's the most amazing reveal ever, but it's still like it's like come on, what are we doing? <laughs> of all the ways, I mean.
1: To be fair, like, for, I don't know if there was higher quality image than the one I saw off Twitter, but I couldn't even really make out what was going on. It looked like he had some like weird green glowing glasses or something or goggles. I don't know. But yeah. I mean, it looked cool, but I couldn't really
0: tell what was happening. The, the funny, the, I thought the funny part was that it looked like he had like some kind of mask over, over like the bottom, you know, his nose and mouth. And I was like, oh my God, it, it's COVID Joker. It's COVID Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even the Riddler knows. Yeah, I mean if, if if anyone knows to to you know for a respiratory illness you wear a mask. It'd be the Riddler. He's a pretty savvy guy.
1: Yeah, that's true. So <laughs> if the Riddler does it, you know you can get behind it.
0: <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't know. I just thought I thought that was super super weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, but let's go let's go back to Marvel. Let's go back to Marvel because something came out today that was really interesting. Roger, I don't even, I don't even know if you saw this or not. But uh, uh, apparently the one, the only Chris Evans is engaging in discussions yep. to be Captain America again. Oh, no. yeah, I did. I saw this briefly. I
1: don't know if it was on uh, Facebook or like scrolling news articles, but yeah,
0: looks like he might be coming back. Yeah. Now, we don't know uh, to what extent it does sound like it's not to be in a new Captain America movie. Or at least not to be yeah. the star of a new Captain America movie, <laughs> yeah. But it looks like he may, he may sort of do the uh, the uh, the Robert Downey thing, where he just kind of like pop into Spider Man movies or whatever. Yeah, I'm also curious if maybe this will have something to do with like all the multiverse stuff that's coming up.
1: Oh, that's possible. I didn't even consider that option.
0: Yeah, you know, it, it, obviously, it, you know, it's Marvel as we just established talking about Kevin Feige in his interviews. Everything's very non non-spec- non specific, you know. Um, yeah, we, uh, the only thing that the the article seemed to say for, with any sort of certainty is that it, it's not to be Captain America again in a movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, at this point, I think we kind of assumed he, he stepped down from the spotlight, we'll say, but, uh, it's, it's nice to see that we have an option for him to show up in other things, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. Now there, there has been a, a recent update to the story. Uh, so I do need to pass that on. And it's that that, oh, right. that Chris Evans went to twi- went to his Twitter, and and, and report and, and is claiming that these reports that are quote unquote news to him.
1: <laughs> Did he forget?
0: Or? Well, this seems, <laughs> this seems very on on brand with with Marvel negotiations, especially yeah. you know as of late. You know, remember when <laughs> when we were talking about uh, you know Tatiana Maslany coming on as She Hulk, and yeah. then she came out. Like right after right after our podcast, basically, to refute that because she listened and didn't like what we were saying. Yeah, yeah but we, we had nasty articles and everything. Yeah, we, we were really vindictive <laughs> about the whole situation despite the fact that we massively love her so much. Um, <laughs> but but eventually that was later confirmed and it, it you know it, it sounds like it's it, you know, it's on the track to happening, but nothing's official yet or like you know, maybe money hasn't been agreed to or terms haven't been agreed sure. to. So it, it, it's very possible this is just a, a negotiation tactic by both sides to not... Sure. ...to not kind of confirm these things. And Marvel never confirms anything until they announce it on a stage somewhere. Yeah, so this pretty much means nothing. I mean, they... I, this is par for the course,
1: you know? They're kind of expected to deny until something is official, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and I... You know, again... We 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 like to make a lot of uh, noise about about the um, you know again everyone wants wants to get the scoop so we report things before their their confirmation and that is unfortunately sort of like the world we just live in, uh, but yeah. but I think a lot of this Marvel stuff has come to pass so I think this is something we can you know maybe take a little grain of salt with it but it, I I would not be too surprised to hear an official announcement um, at whatever next big Disney event happens.
1: <laughs> sure. Yeah.
0: Oh, but it'd be cool to see Chris Evans back as Cap, right? Yeah, we we love him as Cap. That's like the role he was meant for, you know. Yeah, I, I'm excited about that. Uh, and you know, whether it's like a different version of Cap from the multiverse or whatever, I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah, we like all forms of Cap on this show. It might be kind of fun to see him play a, a different version of, of of Cap from from the multiverse, who's like you know twisted and evil, and you know, or, or oh, what if he's like half. Cap half red skull or some. Ooh, we get crazy with some of this stuff. We could do some weird things. You, I like it. Yeah, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. That's <laughs> that's the cap we want. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Roger, I think you're gonna be really excited about this. I, I, you may have seen the news already, but we have the most bare bones plot description for Amazon's Lord of the Rings series. Are you pumped? I am ready. What do we got? Oh, have, well, have you seen it yet? Have you have you read this yet yourself?
1: I didn't read the article. I saw that it was confirmed, but I wasn't sure how much
0: fluff it was, or if there was actually anything meaningful to it. All right, so I'll I'll go ahead and read the full synopsis that that Amazon provided. So so sit back, drink your beer. This might take a minute or two. All right. All right. All right. So I will fill myself. <laughs> Amazon <laughs> Amazon Studios' forthcoming series brings to screens for the very first time the heroic legends of the fabled second age of Middle-earth's history. This epic drama is set thousands of years before the events of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings, and will take viewers back to an era in which great powers were forged, kingdoms rose to glory and fell to ruin, unlikely heroes were tested, hope flung by the finest of threads, and the greatest villain that ever flowed from Tolkien's pen threatened to cover all the world in darkness. Beginning in a time of relative peace, the series follows an ensemble cast of characters, both familiar and new, as they confront the long-feared re-emergence of evil to Middle-earth. From the darkest depths of the Misty Mountains to the majestic forests of the elf capital of Lindon, Lindon, to the breathtaking island kingdom of Numenor, to the furthest reaches of the map, these kingdoms and characters will carve out legacies that live on long after they are gone. Hmm. Basically sauron. We're we're talking about Sauron here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely. It it looks like we're going to sort of kind of maybe get, you know, what was shown in the in in those uh flashback sequences, you know? Yeah, yeah, it looks like. I mean, I I could be wrong, but it did the uh okay,
1: so the synopsis said how many years before? It said thousands. Thousands. Okay. Because I want to say that that you know, flashback scene that we see at the beginning is only a couple hundred years before Lord of the Rings.
0: Like I can't before remember. The events it's, of it. it's
1: really vague. I know that. Yeah, because I believe the character there is... Uh, Isolder is the, the king at the time mm-hmm. and Aragorn is grandson of him. So the the evil king that ends up keeping the ring... And kind of like not throwing it into the volcano. Uh, I want to say that that's East Older and that's grandfather of Aragorn. So it's, you know, only a, a couple generations removed there. So if we're talking thousands of years prior, I'm not wholly familiar with that uh, timeline. And I don't know how many books actually uh, take place in that
0: period. So I'm not sure. Right. And now, now I don't, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't argue with any of that. So (laughs) I don't I don't know enough of that. Uh, You know, I I know the, I've read the books, but I don't know the mythology uh, nearly as well as many. Um, Mm. So I couldn't say for sure if that's the case or not. Yeah. Um, And again, the movies, they don't really move along like a timeline, you know, where it's like, oh, 50 years ago, this happened and 60 years ago was this. You know, yeah, yeah. There's not too much, uh, you know, scrolling text
1: at the bottom. Fifty years later.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, you you sort of get like that. Uh, um, I, f- I forget. Oh gosh, I can't even remember the characters' names now. But, uh... oh, who does the who does who's doing the narration uh, when those movies open? It's what's her name, right? It's um, uh, the elf, the elf queen. Isn't the the Kate Blanchett character? Yes, Kate Blanchett's character, whose name I'm completely yeah, blanking on. She's doing the thing, and I remember the I remember the one line she reads, you know, after after Silor is killed and the ring falls with him into that, that river, and, uh-huh. and she says like, you know, some things that are not meant to be lost are forgotten kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. then it just kind of fast forwards to when uh the creature who will eventually become Gollum finds the ring, and we have no idea what kind of time span is in there. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Um so I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I'm kind of postulating that, oh, are we going to see the forging of of, of all those rings and those and, and the Kings falling and becoming Nazgul? I, you know, I have no idea, though. I could be way wrong. Yeah, because I know, you know, yeah, I, I might be wrong
1: about that or it might be talking about a different time because then later on when Elrond is talking to Gandalf mm-hmm. and like Gandalf's telling him about uh, the thing that happened something 3000 years ago or something, He's like, I was there, Gandalf. You know, I saw this happen. So maybe that was the battle that they're talking about. And maybe I'm just off with it. Oh, you know what? I could also be off because their lifespans, I think they're descendant of some uh, race. Because, like, I guess Aragorn's not, like, full human. I think right. he's half human, half... Uh, I, I can't remember the, the other race that he's apart. But I believe that they have, like, an extended lifespan. So it could be that that's throwing me off. <laughs> I can't remember though. I'd have to go back and look. I, I know probably Krista
0: would know more about this than me. She's the Lord of the Rings expert. So. Oh man, we may have, we may have to pin her down and, and get her to do a show with us for, for some oh, yeah. Lord I'm of the Rings sure fun. Oh yeah, I'm sure she would be more than happy to oblige. Yeah, that would be super cool. Yeah, uh, gosh, yeah, we'll have to start picking her brain. I, I didn't know she yeah. was a, a, such a fanatic.
1: Oh, she's one of the biggest fans
0: I know. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, we might have a new resource to tap into here on the Tomcast Podcast. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, regardless of when it is and if I'm just you know, if I'm if I'm wrong or right or you're wrong or right, I'm excited oh. for this show. <laughs> Mostly yeah. because I I want to see where all my increased Amazon fees are going to. And I'm sure I'm I, I I should have my name listed as the executive producer of this series from all the shit I buy I, off of Amazon. <laughs> I a hundred percent agree. <laughs> Like everyone who has a Prime membership should have their name in the credit somewhere. <laughs> Special thanks to. You. Yeah, and it's just like a list of millions that just scrolls by the screen, like <laughs> and, like lights me at the very end. <laughs> Hours long. <laughs> oh hey. Like I said, we're paying for it, Jeff Bezos. I know you listen. <laughs> Give us our credit. Yeah, yeah. We need our Tomcast podcast title there at the bottom <laughs> <laughs> but I, no. honestly i'm i am really excited to, for the the for the opportunity to kind of return to middle earth and, and explore yeah. some new aspects of the story mm-hmm. um and i, I apparently was what also is, is very interesting i think it's kind of i think this has been known for a little while but we'll, we'll talk about it anyways um mm-hmm. is is the the show the, the people who are making the show uh are embracing what what peter jackson did his mm-hmm. version of Lord of the Rings and stuff like that, so like th- there may be some uh similarities between the two uh between the show and between the movies like so while they're not like directly connected or linked because it's yeah. you know it's different studios different companies different you know there's no overt connection they're they're still gonna sure. respect what came before because the movies are so popular and, and are basically the reason why this show even exists mm mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think that's a good way to go about it. Uh, I think the the
1: biggest thing that I, I like about what the show is doing is that it's, you know, when we were first hearing news about it, I was worried that they were just trying to reboot, you know, the uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of a bad idea because I'm just like, well, you know, it's it's kind of, it's been already well, like, why would we retread that, you know? Like, especially now, you know, you got the, the 4K remasters and everything, Um, but it's great that they're doing a completely different timeline and, uh, you know, you kind of have to have a little bit of, uh, liberties and the, maybe the source material because if not, you're basically just adapting it one-to-one and anyone who's read the books or anything is going to know what happens, you know? And it's like, you want to like surprise even them, you know? And I I think we've seen a lot of, uh, you know, uh, adaptations that have done this the right way, you know, namely we have like the boys and the old guard, you know, th- those kind of things where we have the source material, but they branch off enough to where it respects the source, but does new cool things about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally, I, t- I totally agree with you on that. I, um, and I, I, d- I do think there is some wiggle room in, in some of like these, well, actually I, sh- I, I shouldn't say that. I, I was going to say there, there, but I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know some of the other, uh, Tolkien inspired works and, and like the works that his, his son wrote. Uh, so I, I can't say for sure. Yeah. We may have to get Chris on here to talk to us about this stuff. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I have a, I have a few uh, pretty good uh, Lord of the Rings fan friends. So
0: we have some uh, outlets to tap here. Well, well I hope we're not making them angry by, by, <laughs> by what we're saying right now as like. Just doing complete uh, disservice. On, yeah. War. It's like two uninformed <laughs> doofuses. <laughs> So, oh, well yes. hey, if we are uninformed defenses, hit us up, you know where we're at. <laughs> Let us know what we got wrong. Yeah, please. <laughs> but regardless, exciting times. Oh yes. All right. So, I, th- I think I think it's time to get into the big story for the day. Uh and this came out earlier in the earlier or er, excuse me, earlier in the week. Uh and that is uh the the return of Lucasfilm Games. Yes. They are they're nearing the end of their Exclusivity deal with EA, which, you know, no disservice to EA. That they've come out with some fine Star Wars games, mm-hmm. um, but as for as many Star Wars games as they've done, uh, there have been plenty of not very good ones. Yet at the same time, yeah, yeah, it's been very hit or miss, I'd say. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited about this this, return because it's gonna it's gonna allow them to work with all kinds of different developers, who. Have different strengths and can do different kinds of games for Star Wars. Yeah, they've already announced there's going to be a new Indiana Jones game coming out. Oh, very nice! And I'm excited about that because uh, <laughs> some of the Indiana Jones video games back in the day were were kind of weird and crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Though, if I remember correctly, they were piece Most of them were PC games. So yeah, that's where I
1: played them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, uh th- th- that's exciting.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I don't know. I think the only thing we know for sure is they're they're going to do they're, they're getting into a deal with Ubisoft Ubisoft mm-hmm. and they're gonna do like a big giant massive open ended world kind of game. Yeah, which sounds insanely fun.
1: <laughs> I mean, if they go about it like they have with Assassin's Creed, worst case scenario, we're going to get Jedi Assassin's Creed, right?
0: <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm wondering. But, uh, you know. There's so much possibilities to get into when you when you do, do stuff like that, and it's it's gonna be a lot of fun, obviously. Um, yeah. But I mean, let, let's let's speculate. You're my gaming dude. You're you're my gaming yeah. man here. You're the, you're the guy <laughs> I turn to for this for for some of this video game speculation talk. Yes. But you're gonna get a Star Wars MMO game, or not? I'm sorry, not MMO. A Star Wars open world game. Mm-hmm. You know, like Elder Scrolls, like Assassin's Creed. What what do you want in that game? Hmm. That's a tough one. I mean, especially since
1: I've kind of fallen off the Assassin's Creed bandwagon, just because what it became just started becoming almost some of the games. I haven't played the newer ones, so I can't uh, speak much to those, but like it got to a point where it was getting kind of just like tedious in that you were just trying to clear every little check mark on this giant map and they were just stuffing so many things in there. I think what they need to focus on is definitely having things like maybe less things to do overall, but each one of them more meaningful, you know, like one of the, uh, strong suits to like the Assassin's Creed games were like certain missions that were like story oriented, but you know, one of the same like weaknesses of that game were like side missions where you had to just do like lame stuff, like tail a guy and not be seen. And, like, it's just frustrating when you would, like, lose the tail on the guy or, like, some weird little girl you just, you'd bust out of her, you know. I, I think, yeah, they just, they'd have to focus on making, you know, the world, like, a living world, you know. You don't want just a bunch of bland NPCs walking around. You know, you want to make it feel like you're in Star Wars. And, you know, I feel like they've been doing pretty good about it so far. I mean, last... Uh, game along those lines was probably Fallen Order.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, you know, I had a lot of fun with that one. I, I know you did too. Yeah. Um, and it was it was a different approach to what we'd seen before. Um, but, you know, there definitely was, you know, your, your character did feel limited to an extent. Like, yeah, once you unlocked the stuff, you had a lot of combat abilities, but there wasn't a lot of, like, crazy stuff you could do, like, as your character. Like, you know, for example, like, Assassin's Creed games, you would just, you know, especially in the later games, you'd unlock different abilities that could make you traverse differently and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, you'd get new gadgets and new weapons and things like that. Um, so, I mean, you know, and it, you know, I'm, I'm assuming that it's going to be about Jedi, but, you know, it could be like a, a bounty hunter game or something, you know, like you're going out there, open world bounty hunter, and you're just getting new armor, new weapons throughout the whole thing. I mean, it could literally be like you're like an assassin for hire kind of thing, like Assassin's Creed, but just more along the lines in the Star Wars universe. So there's a lot of cool routes they could take, but uh, it's hard to say specifically. I just know that it it would have to be something very like story based and like each interaction feels like something unique, kind of like uh, like Knights of the Old Republic, Mm -hmm. where like every mission had this cool little story element to it, you know?
0: Yeah, I think that's I think that's very well said. Uh, though to to defend Assassin's Creed real quick, you have not had to do any uh, following. Uh, you don't have to tell anyone anymore, and they have done away with, with missions where you have to race somebody across town. Oh, thank God! <laughs> they got rid of all those annoying ones. <laughs> that
1: is great to hear. Okay,
0: I don't think I've had to do the, any of those in at least three to four games. So you're,
1: you're, you should be okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, I might have to hop back on the board then. <laughs>
0: Now I need to I need to ask you this because I don't know if I know again I you know I play video games but I don't I don't know them the way you do a way a lot of my other friends do so I'm just going to ask you because I got you sitting right here yeah what 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 is the difference between like this sort of uh, this open world kind of game you know like mm-hmm. they have an Assassin's Creed like they have an Elder Scrolls uh, versus a game like Destiny is that more of an MMO uh, I mean I know Destiny is kind of being pushing
1: more towards an MMO? Um, hmm. That's a good question because, I mean, we don't know too much about it. I would say destiny's kind of somewhere between open world and MMO. I think one of the biggest thing about like the open world games is that it just kind of feels like a just vast expanse, you know, like single planet, but you know, we, we haven't really had like an, well, not that I can think of offhand. I'm sure there is, but I can't think of like a good example of an open world game that's traverses planets. Maybe something like No Man's Sky, but that's also a little weird. Uh, just something along the lines of where you're just like exploring, you know, a whole area with a bunch of stuff to do in there. But you can kind of go from place to place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the space travel part of it would would be different because you'd kind of just have just multiple open world areas, I guess. But um, yeah, open world as, as, as a theme, I kind of feel like a lot of games are just naturally like that now. I would even say, you know, Fallen Order was more or less like that, but it was, you know, you have like a lot of isolated pathways that you would take, but it was generally you could go where you wanted to as long as you had the ability to do so. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how they're really differentiating it at this point. I, I don't know if it just means large area that you can explore or if there's just a newer definition to it now, because I feel like it's just changed a lot in the past few years.
0: Yeah. I think that makes sense. And you, you know, we, we're still a long ways out at the same time, you know, uh, Star Wars and games still have two years left with EA. Uh, yeah. So it's not, like going to happen anytime soon. So there's, there's a lot of, of, of room to play a lot of time for sure. them to, to let this develop with with Ubisoft because you know it it does take a long time to make a video game. Yeah. Uh but I I am extremely excited by the by the potential, by the opportunity uh oh, yeah. that 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 exists. And it's going to it I think it will be a unique challenge because there is um you know, to sort of encapsulate so much of Star Wars in a video game, you kind of need to have a lot of different elements <laughs> and I don't know if being strictly an MMO or strictly a uh, open world game is gonna work the best, you know, because yeah, you have yeah, you have you have planet side stuff to do, and you but yeah. you but you also want to be able to go into space and do cool like space battles and stuff. Yeah, ideally, yeah, that'd be great. You know, and and uh, so it's it's gonna be it, I definitely think it's gonna be interesting. Um, I I would love for it to have a a sort of I guess... I'm trying to think of it. I can't, it's been so long since I played Elder Scrolls now and, and built my character. I can't remember anything about it. But I'd love for you <laughs> to, be able to have different classes of characters to, to choose from, too. Like, if you want yeah. to do, like, the Jedi journey, do the Jedi journey. But if you want to be a bounty sure. hunter, if you want to be a smuggler, or you want to be, you know, just, like, hero of the Republic kind of soldier guy, I mean, mm. you know, and, and have... what You know, God, going way back when, when, when Fallen Order was first announced, I want the ability yeah. to make my character... Whatever I want my character to be, like, sure, you know, any alien species should be on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, male, female, non-binary, whatever—that like, can all—that yeah. should all be on the table for for a, a big yeah. deal game like this. I think, person, that's just my two cents. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I, I mean, I kind of feel, especially if it's going to be Ubisoft. I know they've been uh, with the their recent games; they've kind of been giving you the option to play, you know. As one of two characters, you know, male or female at this point, Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I'm sure they're going to expand to that. I mean, Star Wars universe is just so vast, you know. I mean, you know, you should even be able to play as a droid if you want,
0: you know. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. That'd be cool. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun, and you know, and you know, and we're just kind of focused on one game. I mean, there's there's so much potential for so many other games to come out. I mean, they could totally bring back you know one of our favorite games from childhood star wars bounty hunter and do a oh, whole yeah. new iteration of that you know you could do <laughs> uh you know i know it's considered technically it's, it's considered uh, uh, legends nowadays but you could go back to the knights of the Old republic days you could do another game another kind of like rpg game oh. you could bring back a star wars shooter sure yeah. I mean, not, and mostly just because battlefront's not my favorite <laughs> of, of the new games <laughs> i don't think it's been yeah. the most fun <laughs> to play battlefront 2 yeah, you know,
1: I, I I have the game. I, I think I've played it once.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I just got it like when it was super cheap. But uh, yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, it's got to have the right mechanics for it. I don't want it to just be, you know, just, just a shooter in the Star Wars universe. You know, I would love it to kind of follow that freedom that I feel that The Mandalorian has. That it's just, you know, you're just a dude going on whatever kind of missions you want, sprawling, you know, from planet to planet with sometimes space battles in between like if that's what they meant for open world to me that would make it you know just being able to live out that thing you know i'm just gonna take whatever bounties i want i'm gonna go to this planet i'm gonna get rewards from this and be able to upgrade my armor i mean essentially the mandalorian at least like first season was like an rpg you know he was doing missions yeah, yeah getting yeah, experience yeah. side upgrading his armor mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah, so, I, yeah, I agree one hundred percent with that assessment. That's that's pretty right on. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, but I I I guess I'm really excited. I, you know, I I um I don't have a high opinion of Electronic Arts anymore. It's been a long time since I thought they did anything. Uh, you know, anything. Well, let's let's put it this way. I think they've ruined more franchises than they've you know been able to sustain. Sure that, that I totally
1: agree with yeah
0: so I, I I'm really excited to see them kind of uh, for to see star wars and and, and uh, the Lucasfilm properties break away from that exclusivity deal and uh you know because that was something that first came about when when Disney acquired them uh, yeah. you know Disney shut down like the Lucas Arts gaming division and, and yeah. you know made those deals with with other publishers and and stuff like that and now it sounds like hey, you know, EA may have a lot of money, but like they don't really innovate anything. They're not really pushing our games forward the way we want them to. Yeah, you know, Fallen Order. Like I said, you know, we've talked about it on the show, but I, I think Fallen Order was a lot more fun than I expected it to be. I really enjoyed that game. Sure. Um, yeah. Me too. And I mean, I don't know. I I, I haven't heard anything uh, if there's going to be a second one coming out or not. But it, it, you know, I guess my my biggest. You know, we talked about it when 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 it was getting announced. I hated the fact that it was like a set character; like you had to be Cal Kestis, and that was all you could do. Or like you know, maybe keep the name Cal Kestis, but make the character look however you want it to look. Especially since I don't think they're using him in any other forms of media. So like, why did I have to look like Cal Kestis? (laughs) Yeah, it kind of seemed like an
1: arbitrary thing to make him this one character. I mean, unless they have plans for him in the future, which is the only thing I can think of if they want to. You know, take them to live action. Well, they literally have the guy? You they know? have the guy, so. which is why I've kind of, sort of, kind of been waiting for him to pop up in something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that was kind of one of the theories in Mandalorian that the yeah. Jedi would have been Cal Kestis. So.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I heard that rumor. the The Ezra rumors were 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 being bandied about. You know, there yeah. were, you know, anybody who's apparently a surviving Jedi was was mentioned at some point as being a possibility <laughs> for that show. And I, I, I'm no different. I, I said the same things. I didn't think they had the stones to do the Luke stuff.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, um, but it was super cool that they did. <laughs> oh yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess I, if 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 Lucas is gonna, you know, make deals with 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 game developers, you know, you know, get together with with like Rocksteady or get together with, um, uh, who are the ones who do uh, Naughty Dog, get together with those guys, oh, you yeah. know, and and just make all kinds of games for Star Wars, like you know, find something yeah. to scratch everyone's itch.
1: Yeah, I I totally agree. And I think, you know, as mismanaged as LucasArts was as a company, they were very open to experimenting with new things, Mm -hmm. you know. They they pushed the boundaries constantly. I mean, we have anything from racer games to RPGs. Strategy games. First-person shooters. I mean, yeah, everything, you know. We had RTSs. There there was no,
0: you know, no genre that wasn't touched by the Star Wars, you know, franchise. I uh I, I I will confess that I loved I think it was I think it was Force Commander was the strategy game and I loved being the empire because you had so many cool things to make. Like you could just show up with like a thousand adats and just kill everyone.
1: <laughs> was uh was Force Commander the one that was 3D or was it the 2D one? I f- ooh ooh I don't remember. Because oh. I know there was one, like, they were both RTSs. Uh, there was one that was kind of just like, uh, it, like, kind of spanned the the, uh, the six movies, I think. But Yes. It was, like, 2D. The little characters were, like, 2D, and they would move around. Uh, so it was kind of like the first
0: StarCraft. I but think that's was... exactly what it was. I think it was 2D is the one I'm thinking of. Okay,
1: yeah, because there was, there was two of them. And then there was, like, another one. But I, that was 3D, but it wasn't as good. It had this like weird metal version of the Imperial March
0: that when you would go to the menu, I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, actually, I should, I should check in with you now, too, because uh, uh, you know, one of the last times we were talking towards the end of the year, you were still playing Squadrons. Yeah. How's that going? Well, you know, I
1: haven't played in a while, but I've been meaning to. Because they added, I think I was telling you they added the B wing and the Tie Defender. Right. Yeah. So they're you know B wing, as I've said many times, like one of my favorite ships in Star Wars. So I've been meaning to just sit down and and give it a go, but I just you know I've been just playing so many things that it just hasn't hasn't come up on my list. I suppose.
0: No, I, I I'm with you. I actually I actually just started kind of replaying it. Uh, for the first time, yeah. and kind of like reacquainting myself with the controls because it is a little I think that's probably my, my biggest complaint with the game is like it's a little clunky trying to get things done in the ship. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's why I haven't gone back to play it as much as I wanted to, because I tried to go back to play it after not having played it with some friends. And we were just like, Are, were we always this bad or is the game this hard to play? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like it, it, where there was a point where we were we were doing all right, you know. I was getting like top three on the team in terms of like kills, and we just were getting wrecked. And I'm like, God, I feel like I can't control this anymore.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's also possible that people have just gotten that good at it too, though. You know, also quite possible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I know for me, like it, it, it first getting back into the game and, and uh, get jumping into the X wing, and I was like, okay, how do I toggle the shields? And how do I, you know, put more power in the lasers? And I was like, I don't, I don't remember this shit. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah it's a steep learning curve Yeah, it's, it's like it's, okay it's pause it thing. go on google look it up <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> yeah that's kind of been the one thing kind of holding me back I think but uh maybe I'll uh, I'll get some patience and I'll go in for
0: it and actually if I remember correctly too I googled something and then I tried to do it and it didn't work I was like what the fuck google <laughs> <What> the... <laughs> you lie <laughs> you son of a bitch dark side of the force use a motherfucker that's what you are google <laughs> God. He's trying to get you to fail. God dang it. Well, they mission accomplished. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I I hey, more Star Wars games, more Indiana Jones games, bring them all on. I'm okay with it. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, we're, I we're down for lem, oh. Let me ask you this though. Let yeah. me ask you this. Here's the question. And I, you know, <laughs> I I I meant to bring this up earlier in in, in this conversation. Um But do, in your opinion, yes, can you venture outside of the confines of Empire versus Rebels? Can you go, you know, further back in history? Can you go further ahead in history? Like, where do you want Mm. your Star Wars game to be set? Do you want to see new stuff, or you want to like live in the live in the known?
1: (sighs) That's a tough one. I mean, I think I would be good. Everything up until like. You know, present time Star Wars. You know, uh, so no, no, uh, no, uh, first order of bullshit, huh? I mean, I don't know. I, You know, I don't even know what Lucas wants to do. You know, Lucasfilm wants to do with any of that right now. There's so many rumors about just this and that, and you know, changing the timeline and all this stuff. And I'm just like, all right, we're we're just gonna put that on the back burner for now, and we're gonna except the things that we know do exist. So basically everything up through the Mandalorian is fair game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that's where you would want to do anything. I think, cause I mean, we've seen, you know, a well done, you know, nice of the old Republic era thousands of years before. And that totally worked. And it wasn't like, Oh, this is weird. You know, like it wasn't like, so out there that it didn't make sense anymore there there was enough analogous characters to you know modern star wars as as we'll call it uh that you know it made sense and it still scratched that itch and you know even gave you new outlets which was cool but um you know i would also like to see kind of some more extended universe type stuff Mm -hmm. uh you know like yeah definitely like you know, bringing in species from a different galaxy that you know they haven't seen before. You know, where it's it's weird because it's it's a whole galaxy, but it's also very isolated in that regard. Like where we just know all the threats and everything, but like we're talking about like space travel here. Like, what if there's something you didn't know, a new unknown threat? Which you know we saw a lot in the extended universe. You know, like those weird aliens that Luke would have to fight that were like force resistant or something. Right. Similar. Right. I I don't remember much of the story arcs, but I remember they were pretty cool.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, know, very slowly we're getting some uh, reincorporation of some of those expanded universe elements back into Star Wars. So, I mean, maybe so. But, I mean, I'm also okay if they just want to call it like Star Wars Legends. Go do whatever you want with these characters who don't really exist anymore. I would actually probably be into that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I'd be okay. Like, I don't know, it's it's
1: weird because I would love to see them reincorporated, you know. Yeah. Like we're getting we're getting cool reincorporations of characters, like, you know, we're gonna get Thrawn pretty soon, most likely. I, well I mean Thrawn's already been in, you know
0: In the animated uh, animated, universe. yeah, but yeah. not
1: live action, which is you know, other rumors abound about that. But um, you know, I'd love to see like Mara Jade come back, you know, I'd love to see Stark Killer from The Force Unleashed come back. Like, these characters that, you know, I liked, you know, growing up, I'd I'd love to see them come back to the core. So it's like, if you did have that option to just kind of go off and do whatever with the Legends, it would be cool. But I wonder how much that would also hinder them coming back into, you know, main continuity.
0: Yeah, you know, and if you're going to reincorporate a character, I think at this point, I think the one you kind of... I don't know. Maybe I'm saying maybe maybe this is too strong a word to use, but I think they owe it to Kyle Katarn to bring him back. Since, oh yes, since you brought in the Dark Troopers, you should bring back Kyle. You know, you can you can reforge his myth because obviously you can't. He can't have the same origin. I mean, his origin could still be pretty similar, actually. He he's just not gonna be the yeah. guy. He's just not gonna be the guy who who recovered the Death Star plans because <laughs> now we have Rogue yeah. One. <laughs> so you you just yeah yeah you, you change that part of his backstory, <laughs> and Kyle still works. You could bring him back into play. I I
1: totally think him as a character would be all right. You know, we could even make it because. You know the the loose tie-in that he was the guy that found the plans. If you nixed that, his character doesn't change very much. Right. You could just kind of make him a random. You know. Oh, you're fuzzing out on me. You could even scratch, kind of be like, "Oh, he's just like, yeah." He could just do whatever. You know, just okay. come from wherever.
0: And what's that? Uh, you, you, I don't know. It got a little, it got a little scratchy there. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, no worries yeah no, but I was just
1: saying that you know you could basically nix most of that and he would still make sense of the character. you know it was more about his character after that. That was the interesting part
0: you yeah know? I, I I liked all the stuff with his 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 father was like this like Jedi archaeologist kind of person and you know was going yeah. back to find like the history of the Jedi from like thousands of years ago and stuff like that. I always thought that was a really neat aspect of of Kyle's kind of legacy. So even yeah, from if, the even the Jedi Knight games, yeah. Yeah, so even if they didn't want to make him like a Jedi or someone for League to Train because that would just kind of create problems, like you can yeah. omit that stuff too, but still kind of incorporate some of the, the core parts of his of his mythology.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And, and, you know, make, her, make him sort of like, make him like the Indiana Jones of Star Wars or whatever, you know, like <laughs> he's preserving the history of the Jedi. That belongs in a museum. <laughs> Dude,
1: that would be great if they made him that kind of character.
0: Oh, I want I to so I, I want. to write the screenplay so bad it's going to be Raiders of the Lost Ark but with Kyle Katarn and lightsabers <laughs> <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Holocron yes exactly you are on the same page it's going to be so there good go. wait for the truck scene it's going to be awesome <laughs> there's going to be basket switches and bad dates it's going to be amazing <laughs> I love it already don't look at the holocron <laughs> keep your eyes shut <laughs> The movie writes itself mostly because it wrote itself, you know, 30, 40 years ago. But whatever. (laughs) I mean, that's what Hollywood's doing already. (laughs) So you're fine. I love it. I love it. I'm so in on this idea, Roger. Let's pitch it immediately. Let's make some Mm -hmm. money. Uh, Well, I'm going to wrap up the show. But actually, before we do, and since we're talking about Star Wars, I should mention real quickly because you will remember what feels like a million years ago. God, it might have (laughs) been, it might have actually been roughly a year ago that we talked about this. When yeah. when the announcement was made about Star Wars and um, uh, the High Republic, yeah, that whole multimedia event with the books and the comics and, and all all that stuff, uh-huh. uh, I wanted to let you know i have, I've read about a quarter of the first book, which I know is not a ton. <laughs> but okay. I, I just started, and I'm I'm reading it pretty quickly. It's quite good. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's an interesting era so far. <laughs> uh, I, I'm very intrigued by it thus far. This the sort of era where era where um, the Republic was was not yet corrupt and not yet oh. on the on the on the down downward swing of things. And sure. The, the Jedi were sort of like all, all held in high regard, and and you know uh, everyone was 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 one with the Republic, one with the Force, and it was it's it's super cool so far. I, I, I'll keep you posted as I read more of it.
1: Sure. Uh, but, Is that
0: the one? Uh... Who's the author on it was the the charles soul one or yes charles soul i got the yeah i got the cover right here for you nice and uh the 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 marvel comic just started up as well Mm -hmm. so we have we have the novelization the novel from charles soul we have the 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 marvel comic book which uh i think focuses on different characters yeah uh and there is one of the younger reader books is out I think the younger reader books are going to come out a little bit faster because the next book after the Charles Soule one comes out in June.
1: Yeah, okay, I see. So we still got some time. We got some but yeah, time. yeah, let me know how that one is and uh, I might have to take a look at it.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's. Um, I'm actually surprised how many people are reacting so positively towards it. I feel like the last time uh, Star Wars did a big multimedia thing, uh, it didn't go over nearly as well as this has. Yeah. You know, which I, 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 to my recollection was was uh, shadows of the empire when they were trying to like make that story take place between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Of the... And, that's and, true. To to a uh, mixed results for many people. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's looked back on more fondly these
1: days. But uh, yeah, no, that's interesting. I mean, I've heard uh, I've heard mixed things about the comic, but I haven't heard anything about the book yet. So the fact okay. that you're saying that it's the the book is good gives me hope. Because I know there was kind of some weird continuity stuff with the comic. Like, one of the characters is a Trandishan and, uh, like, he's missing an arm, but Trandoshans can regenerate. <laughs> so it's, like, kind of weird. And I think there was, like, some weird, like, lightsaber continuity thing where, like, the, the one of the characters is, like, falling down, and they stop themselves by, like, sticking a lightsaber in the wall. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that
0: that wouldn't stop you. You would just keep cutting down the wall. <laughs> I, 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 there's there's a couple things I I definitely have some questions about things. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Uh, it, it's not like these Jedi are are necessarily, you know, the greatest of all masters of the Force kind of situations. There's again, there, mm. but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick nits until I have read the whole, entire book. And I'm not even going to read the the Marvel comic until I have a couple of issues, because... Okay, yeah,
1: no, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, you know, the serialized nature of comic books make it easier to read, like, four or five in a row, because then some of these things that may have come up if you just read it one issue at a time Mm
1: -hmm. would probably
0: be addressed. There might be a very good reason why that's not happening for that character, as far as, like, the regeneration (laughs) goes.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I mean, it makes sense. There's always been weird continuity stuff, but it was just funny how, like... You know the the Star Wars lore nerds were quick to pick at that, and I'm just like, damn! Like, I I wouldn't have
0: even thought of that. But <laughs> well, yeah, I, you know it's funny we're going on this, this crazy Star Wars tirade, but uh, um, but, but it's also hard to pick that up, pick any of that stuff apart because so much of of like some of the Force things we've seen in in mm-hmm. games and in comics and, and books, so much of it doesn't count anymore. This is true. You know, a lot of a lot of Jedi powers have been kind of like uh, neutered, I suppose. Yeah, you know, they, they've kind of powered the Jedi down a little bit because they they for a big stretch they were a little out of control. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you literally have the Force unleashed where you're pulling down
1: the Star Destroyers. I mean, Which, trust <laughs> it me, is,
0: it's super badass to play as a game. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but yeah, oh, yeah I, mean, I, I mean, I remember comic books where where like Sith lords were like. You know, using the force to smash planets together and stuff like that. You know, so it's like, okay, this is a little silly. Yeah, a bit much. So they, I think they, they you know, they, they they took them down from eleven to like a solid seven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, you know, I'll, I'll offer offer up a more more full critique after I finish reading the book. But I, I did want to share because we we had talked about it on the show, and now this High Republic series is off the ground and, and running and uh, getting getting some getting some love.
1: Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good to hear. Yeah. I, you know, like I said, I, I've been hearing mixed things, but overall I, I trust your review more than anyone's. So. Well, like I said,
0: if, if I, you know, I've read another like 50 pages tonight and throw the book across the room, I'll let you know. All right. Sounds good. All the <laughs> way the text. All right, buddy boy. I think that's our show today, man. Uh, so All good right. to have you back on for the first show of the year. Um, yeah. It, it it will definitely not be the last. Don't worry. We'll be back. I'll be bugging you soon for more. Okay.
1: Sounds good, man.
0: All right. Uh, Roger, you take care of yourself and we will talk soon.
1: All right. Will do. Bye. Later.
0: Hey, there it is. That's the podcast. That was a conversation, man. That star Wars chat went on a lot longer than I expected. We went down some crazy, uh, crazy avenues that I wasn't ready to go down. I wasn't prepared for us to go to, uh, but yeah, if you're if you are curious, the the new High Republic series. Excuse me, I'm turning away from the microphone to grab the cover here. Uh, yeah, Star Wars: The High Republic. The first book is out right now. It's called Light of the Jedi's by Charles Soule. I'm about a hundred something pages into it. I'm enjoying it so far. There are some weird little uh, quirks to it, but I, I'm, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. And like I said, you know, a lot of a lot of Jedi powers. Sometimes I think Jedi have powers that they don't have anymore. And I kind of forget that. So I, I, I'm I'm reading it. I'm enjoying it. That's the bottom line. Uh, if, if I have nits to pick, I will bring them up later on for all you wonderful people out there. So let's let's wrap up the show, you know, because I don't think I have anything else to say right now. So I want to thank, once again, the members of Pophead Nation. And if you'd like to become an official member of Pophead Nation, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com forward slash TomCastPodcast. Uh, there is a new Patreon video up right now. I dropped it earlier today. Hope you all have had a chance to check it out. Pretty good stuff on there, I think. Thank you to my current Patreons, the Aspen Hill Chody, the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail, co host of The Ringing Ear, a fantastic music podcast. Thank you to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles, the Squidmaster General, Mr. Brian Bessard, and the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer. Remember, please make sure you are liking, subscribing, sharing the show with all your friends and enemies. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play. And probably 17 more that I've, I've forgotten. But if there's one we're not on and you need us on it, let me know. We'll get on it. And if you are an Apple Podcast subscriber, make sure to take the time to write those five-star reviews. That's, that is how we crack the nut of the Apple algorithm that recommends us to other people. So five-star reviews go a really, really long way. And also remember, we are part of the 3 Busy Network of Podcasts. You can check out that website. We can find Beer Night in San Diego, this podcast, the TomCast podcast, and our Star Wars podcast, Vision. We would really appreciate it if you swing by and say hi. Also remember, we are on social media at TomCastPopCast, on Twitter, Instagram, and at TomCastPopCast at gmail.com if you want to do a scathing diatribe directed at me. Those are my favorite. I love those ones the most. They are the best. All right, so thank you all so much for listening. I hope everyone is, is staying safe, that we are, are uh, enjoying the wonderful amount of pop culture content that currently exists. We will be back very, very soon. I, I will decide what we're going to do about WandaVision in the very near future, but we will be talking about One Division on this show, so get ready for that, okay? I hope everyone has a great rest of the week. We will talk very, very soon. Actually, gosh, I just remembered by the time you hear this, One Division will be out. There may be a review episode already. Get ready, buckle up. <laughs> All right. Ciao, babes. Great story. Compelling and rich. We're not gonna be fucking sung this year. We're- Still a cup champion!